Take social studies off the back burner with time-saving, easy-to-prep, and engaging resources at your fingertips. If you're a third through fifth grade educator who wants engaging and quality social studies resources all in one place, wants to maximize your time to prep and teach social studies, and you want social studies to be fun for your students, you might be a good candidate for the Smart and Simple Social Studies membership. This is something that I'm currently in the works of finalizing and putting the finishing touches on. You can get on the wait list to be notified when the membership will be open. All you have to do is go to smartandsimplesocialstudies.com. Once you join the wait list, you will be in the know on when the membership will be open next. This is the Social Studies Teacher Podcast, a show for busy elementary teachers looking for fun and engaging ways to easily add social studies into their classroom schedule without feeling overwhelmed or pressed for time. I'm Kirsten of the Southern Teach, an educator and mom who is passionate about all things social studies. I love sharing ideas and strategies that are low prep and easy to implement, so let's dive in together. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of 2024. It's hard to believe we are saying 2024. It seems like just yesterday we were saying 2014, but that is how life is. Today, we're going to be focusing on ways to have positive parent communication. This is a really great refresher If you are still on winter break and you are going back into the new semester refreshed and ready to go, you've gotten your break, you have relaxed, you've gotten your Netflix shows in or Hulu shows in and you're rearing to go and finishing this year out strong. I thought this would be a really great episode and time to talk about parents and how they are integral in having a positive and well-run classroom community. Now, there are all types of parents out there, from the super sweet parent to the worried parent or our favorite, I'm saying this in quotation marks, the helicopter parent. Teaching has, in general, become more than just teaching phonics and math and science and going home. Maintaining positive parent communication can be super tough on top of everything else that you may already be responsible for. However, the work of creating genuine connections with the parents of our students is absolutely worth it. The parents of our students are sending us their best. So caring for our students often means caring for the parents as well. There are some families who, no matter what you do or who you are, they will always believe you are at fault. And that's just something we cannot control and cannot take personally. But with a few solid strategies in place, you can build trust with enough parents to make your year run more smoothly. So that is the goal for this episode is to help you continue or start to have your classroom run more smoothly with Positive parent communications. 
So I'm going to talk about five tips that have worked for me. The first tip is to practice reassurance and patience. Practicing reassurance and patience will help you avoid a lot of problems in the long run. This is the easiest to do at the beginning of the year when you're still feeling fresh and energetic, and not just the beginning of the school year, but also the beginning of the actual year, the new year. So you're starting out in the next couple of weeks, new semester. This is a really great time to start on a strong foot. You can bring confidence to worried parents right at the beginning so that they're not nervous later on. For example, when parents might email or call you right at the beginning of the year to talk about their children's needs, think about their concerns with collaboration in mind. How can you incorporate strategies from home that work for them? How can you make this a team approach so that parents have buy-in to support your teaching style? If you dismiss their worries fright from the get-go, it will only make them feel like you may not care. This doesn't really set us up for positive communication at all. So do take a few minutes and gently help them understand and reassure them that everything will be okay. They usually, most times than not, are just really wanting to know that we care about their children and that we will have their best interests at heart. So whether you're doing this at the beginning of the school year or in January, you just want to make sure you practice that patience and reassurance. The second tip I have for you is to be firm but kind. So ask yourself this question, who is the expert in the parent-teacher relationship? Who is the one leading the classroom and who is the one doing the work? The answer is you. With students who are struggling or with parents who might be being rude, it is very important to hold firm to your values so that everyone can be on the same page. This, of course, needs to be done with kindness. Being firm but kind means that you are being reasonable in your expectations because people can definitely sniff out unreasonable expectations from miles away. There will always be those parents who will never be reasonable in response, but in order to get the reasonable parents on your side, you need to make sure to be reasonable too. So while you can't get everybody to be on your side, you can get the more reasonable parents on your side, and that is just to kind of get that firm but kind demeanor. Now, the third tip I have for you is to set clear boundaries. In many other industries, having office hours is completely normal. But for whatever reason, teachers are expected to be available to parents and students and admin pretty much all the time. We're expected to share sensitive information about other kids to other parents. It's just a really weird thing. In order to protect your time like a mama bear, you can set boundaries for when you respond to questions or requests. You can provide a schedule that might match up with your prep times or your office hours can be an hour before or after school. For sensitive information, when parents are trying to pick like, oh, my child was told by so-and-so that, you know, going into like what other students are doing and what other grade students are having, that is definitely a big no. We do not want to share classified information, and we want to make sure we're clear on what we're allowed to share. 
Establishing these boundaries early will make the rest of your year run much more smoothly and parents will be less likely to push your buttons because they know what to expect, which also allows for more positive communication. The fourth tip I have for you is to create some type of FAQ page or section on your teacher webpage. This is super helpful because you might have several parents emailing you with the same questions multiple times throughout the year about how your classroom operates, like um, the deadline for retakes or when certain assignments are due. So having this handy with commonly asked questions on your website will give you a place to refer them to. There is definitely not a need to re-explain yourself 15 times to the same parents. Just send them to that link to your FAQ and it's a definite time saver. The fifth tip I have for you is to pick up the phone. I know as a parent, it's the worst thing to get a two-page essay explaining a conflict that happened in class. Your heart sinks when you see those types of messages. The same can be said the other way around. We, as teachers, hate receiving long messages from parents at 8 p.m. at night with no sense of tone. We cannot read it in the actual sense. It could be coming off as sarcastic or rude. And it's just a really great way to quickly miscommunicate each other's intentions. So that is why for important matters, make sure to pick up the phone and call the parent. Direct phone calls from the school, not from your cell phone, are the best way to communicate matters that are urgent or important rather than sending a long email or a reply. There are several reasons for this. Number one, you don't have to think and rethink of how to write something down that won't offend. You don't have to worry about the email getting forwarded to the wrong person or just screenshot it and sent off to other parents in your class. And both sides will hear tone and intent in each other's voices, which leads to more openness. And then additional bonus, it's a lot faster, trust me. Once that phone call's done, you can always send a quick email to follow up with a summary of what you talked about so that at least you have a record of what you both agreed to. And you can CC admin if you need to, to just kind of like make it even more in tip-top shape. You're covering your bases. So doing this can give parents a sense of security, which can lead to more positive communication. So hopefully this gives you some ideas on what can be done within our control to build positive parent communication. I know that this is a two-way street, and so you, you can win some, you can lose some, but at least you're taking the initiative. And hopefully this episode helps with that. If you'd like to hear more related to parent communication, and also just how to respond and prepare for different types of parents who might come through your classroom, I encourage you to check out my free podcast series. It's called The Essential Classroom Community, and it is hosted on a course platform. It's completely free, so all you have to do is go to thesouthernteach.com forward slash podcast series. It does also include a one-hour PD certificate. So you can listen to the different trainings and get that PD certificate. All right. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Happy New Year. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your winter break and the rest of your week. 
Thanks for listening to the Social Studies Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, hit that subscribe button and leave a review. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can also find me on Instagram at the Southern Teach. I can't wait for you to join me in the next episode for more teacher tips and strategies. Something's a brewing at the Southern Teach TPT store. If you have not heard already, I'm in the works of creating a year-long social studies curriculum for communities, Texas history, and U.S. history. The guided smart and simple social studies curriculum is daily lessons and activities that are bite-sized and can easily be implemented in 30 to 45 minutes. It's teaks aligned for all you Texas teachers, but it's still flexible enough to use in any order or with any state curriculum. And each social studies unit has everything you need to simply teach social studies. Easy to follow lesson plans, guided notes, practice activities, exit tickets, and so much more. It's everything you need to implement engaging social studies lessons that students love and teachers enjoy because it's so comprehensive and super easy to prep. Right now, you can purchase any of the bundles for 20% off. If you're interested, you can head over to my TPT store. The link is in the description, and my name is The Southern Teach.